All right, so this is uh, Slice of Fatback. We're back once again. This is March the 3rd. Whoop, whoop. And this is Sunday evening. Ms. Sade, are you there? I'm here. All right, and Ronald, are you there? I am here. One more rep. All right, so we have Ronald Marshall, one more rep from Florida. We have Ms. Sade, and we have Nesby. So we're, uh, just in case you don't know who we are, we are called the Slice of Fatback. And we're going to take you on our journey to losing weight. Um, we are getting healthier, blah, 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 blah. You know our story, those that are listening. So uh, the last time I talked to you uh, last week, I told you I was at um, anywhere between 257 and 259, which I believe I, when I got on the scale, it was 259. And I did explain that uh, the reason why I was at 259 because I drive trucks for a living. And so all I was doing was driving, eating, and sleeping, basically. Right? So uh, on my days, I was just kind of laying around in the truck trying to catch up on sleep. But I realized that is extremely unhealthy. So what I've been trying to do is get back on track. So I've changed my eating habits. And I've been exercising every day outside of my truck at my uh, workplace. So when I'm waiting, I lay out uh, my big old box. I get my exercise ball and my bands and I exercise for uh, at least an hour every day. So in that journey from last week, I am sitting at uh, 247 today. Awesome. Nice, nice. But question though, question. Sure. If 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 I don't have all those those tools, what should I do? Move. What do you I I mean the whole the whole point is get moving. You can you don't have to have tools to exercise because I have a big old truck that has plenty of room in the back. So I can get in the back of my truck, which is really how I started uh, exercising because my daughter told me that I needed to get moving so I said okay I don't really have a lot to do it's been raining a lot and it's been cold so what am I going to do so I got in the back of my truck and uh, turned on one of the exercise programs that um, that I've been working with and I put it on my phone and I just got in the back of my truck and started moving start doing a little exercise doing you know just simple stuff I didn't start big because I'm too big to start big. <laughs> <laughs> what is starting big? I don't know. I don't understand that term. A starting big. That means big. doing uh, strenuous exercise. So I, I was doing the one that I was doing was um, uh, I don't know if I can say the name of the program, but um, it was the 24 day challenge, right? So. Um, a lot of their exercises like a lot of jumping jacks but they have uh, modified stuff so i did the modified exercise you know they have the girl that's doing the high steps to the, the knees up well, i have an artificial hip so i can't do all the knees up and all that stuff that they do so i just did it modified you know i worked on the modified end and i did the smaller steps so i could get my body used to exercise and getting moving so i, I did that for about a week and a half or two weeks really before I started, you know, getting my routine together because I didn't, I don't have a routine. And, you know, when I, when they, when you go and you're, you're don't really have a place to do anything, you know, I could join a gym where I'm at, but I don't really particularly want to join a gym because 
I just don't. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like people staring at me. I don't like being. You know, I'm in a strange place. People don't know me. It's not my home. I'm in a town that's, you know, that's two and a half hours away from my home. And so I said, well, I don't really want to go to a gym. So I made my own gym by my truck. So the people at my job, you know, they are they're driving by and watching me out there on my boss. I'm pretty sure they think it's a bit strange, and they keep asking me, you know, why do you have that? Well, that's why I have it, because I need to get moving. Nice. So I have a question. So since you've been working out, and congrats to you, because mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is that, you know, sometimes people think you have to be in a gym, and you have to have all of these fancy equipment and things like that. But, you know, it's very possible once you make the commitment, and I think it's really kind of boils down to a mind thing, to be able to move and find ways to be able to get your energy up, get your heart pumping without having to, even if you do not have access to the equipment and all of those things like that, once you make the commitment, you really can work out anywhere (laughs) with no equipment or minimal equipment once you make the commitment and you give up the excuse. Because I could have really, in my mind, doing what you do, I would have been like, "Eh, well, I'm in my truck. That's it. (laughs) Right. Trust me, I want to do that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You put a commitment to your health and to your fitness. But now that you've done that, how do you feel now that you've been moving? How has that changed um, your body and changed how you feel overall? Well, see, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit different than y'all because I'm 57 years old. So being 57 um, and moving, it means my joints feel a little bit better because, uh, you know, when you wake up stiff and, and my turnaround time from home is only six hours. So when I come home and, I, and when I say turnaround time, just for those that don't understand, when you're driving a truck, you're, you're, I'm on a schedule. So I have to go in and and pick people's stuff up. I go all the way down a few hours away from home. I have to sit there until my load's ready, then drive back. And I only have six hours when I get home. So I had to schedule my time around that. So when I wake up, I was stiff. You know, my body was kind of aching and all this. But when I exercise, the stiffness is not there as much. And I feel more energized. And surprisingly enough, and for those that may not understand this, I'm not hungry as much. So when I wasn't exercising, all I wanted to do was graze. Oh, especially when I was like mad or upset or, or depressed or whatever. All I want to do is eat, right? But when I start exercising, I'm not as hungry. And it's crazy because I thought I would be more hungry exercising because I'm exercising. So really, I got to eat. But no, once I exercise, I eat some protein behind it. I'm good. I don't want anything else to eat until later on that evening. And I think that was, that's the most amazing part of getting moving and doing all these things again, even at 57. Yeah, that is amazing. That's that's pretty awesome right there. Now, um, now Miss Sade, now let me tell you, Miss Sade has already lost 50 pounds. And, uh, and she's, she actually is dealing with two kids at home uh, dealing with her schedule working and all of those things. So that's a little bit, you know, even though you're younger, you're in your thirties, you know, you still have a lot of challenges to work around. So, you know, uh, how do you do that? Because most people are trying to figure out how to work around, um, not just a job, but you talk about work around, you know, uh, kids being a single parent, 
you know, it's, it's pretty hard because you got to schedule, you got to keep up with them. That is, that is very true. And I will say, first of all, don't be telling everybody my age out here in these streets. What? What? <laughs> don't, 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 don't talk, don't jump <laughs> But I will say, yes, I did. I'm very proud. I have you know, lost 50 pounds. And I will say that the biggest thing that changed my life and impacted my, my life was changing what I put in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the bulk of the weight I lost, yes, I work out, but a good amount of the weight that came off, even before I started working out regularly, really came from changing how I was eating and changing, yes, how much I was eating, but really changing what I was eating um, and what I was intaking. <laughs> um, and a lot of times people, you know, I hear people and they say, well, I'm working out, but I'm not losing weight. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, hey, what you putting in your spoon, sis? Because you might, you know, want to think about what you're eating. And so that was the biggest part of my journey was changing my relationship with food. Right. And you know what? And I think that relationship with food is a big deal because um, my relationship with food was when I when when I didn't even notice I was depressed or feeling down, you know, I was going through divorce and all this other stuff. And I didn't realize that I had, you know, mentally was dealing with my emotions through my food. You know, so when I really just didn't feel like messing with anybody, it was ice cream, you know, with all the fixings on it or or you know if I you know I'm like I said I'm 57 I'm, I'm trying to find me a man <laughs> so when I when I get upset you know when I get lonely a little bit then it was potato chips or popcorn or you know anything high carb high sugar whatever and I found out my relationship with food with food was really off you know because I made food my relationship and that's that's a bad way to to really deal with things, but I'm glad that my mind was open enough to see it. Okay, so I have a question for one rep while you're on the line. So what do you think, you being a fitness guru, um, what is it that you think is kind of some tools or some tips that you have for people who are on a journey for a, a better lifestyle, whether that be losing weight or gaining weight because not everybody has a weight problem where they're trying to lose weight. Some people are trying to gain weight. What do you think are some of the um, top five things that people should keep in mind when wanting to change their lifestyle? Well, number one, um, appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me on here. Um, but I'm on I'm on the opposite end. Just like you said, you guys trying to lose the weight. I'm trying to gain the weight. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can remember when you were skinny, skinny, skinny. <laughs> you know, and that has been a struggle my whole life trying to gain weight. Oh my goodness, you know what I mean? Just trying to, and it, and it all came down to just making a commitment and saying, okay, you know what? I got to eat more. You know, I got to make sure I uh, focus on what I'm what I'm eating how much I'm eating because while you guys are focusing on less I'm focusing on massively amount more you know what I mean and, but at the end of the day everything comes down to and first and foremost starts off with a commitment Right. you have to make that commitment to say okay enough enough to, you know if, if, if it's something that's bad I have to tear away from it you know what I'm saying if it's something good I have to enhance it 
you know, no matter what that is, no matter what aspect of life that may be, you know, we have to just make a commitment. You know, if I want to lose weight, I need to focus on everything that allows me to lose weight, whether that's mentally, emotionally, spiritually, no matter what that is, that it, it's, it's, it's all threefold. You know, it all goes hand in hand. And, and, and a lot of times we, we, we tear away one and we don't enhance the other, you know. So, so how, what's your, what's your, what is your uh, advice on getting those things into perspective? Because um, when you say that balance, and that's, that's what that, that is, trying to figure out what's the best way to do it. Because I found out, I, some, you know, when you're going by programs, programs don't always work for me because I may not like all the food in it. I may not be able to do what they asked me to do. I may not, you know, there's, there's certain things in it. And then when you talk about the spiritual end, you know, how do you balance all those things out to get where you want to? Again, it all starts with a commitment. If I commit today to say, say you know what, I, I want to do better, right? No matter what that is, mentally, physically, spiritually, I want to lose weight more. I want to, I want to pray more. I want to, you know, meditate more, whatever that may be. We, we want to do more of it. And we begin to incorporate those things into our life and allow ourselves to say, okay, I have to be at work by seven o'clock. Okay, so that means I have to get up an hour early in order to get my kids ready. If I okay, I have to get my get up an hour earlier than that to get myself in order. So we have to decide and commit to saying, you know what, if I want to get it in order, this is the only way. Right. You know what I mean? I have to make a commitment to saying, okay, if if, if I used to get up at six, I might need to get up at five. Right. So, so the, um, so when we talk about goals, cause this is really what this is talking about. And we don't want people to really get, get the idea that this is all about weight loss because it really isn't. This is about meeting your goals. This is Our a goals lifestyle. Right now, this is not right. just a goal. This is a You're lifestyle right. we're creating. And in order to create that type of lifestyle, it all depends on how you start your day. When you look at yourself in the mirror, the first thing in the morning time is going to determine on what's going to take place the rest of that day. That's good. That's amazing. And I think that's so true and so hard. Yeah. Because think about how many times have you went to the, the, you looked at yourself in the mirror and you did not like what you saw. But then you put on this mask when you left the house because you knew you couldn't carry that with you. Right? So you put on you put on someone else or something else by the time you got to work and you kind of just went with the flow. It wasn't you. Right. And and for a lot of us, you know, especially women, um, we do that with makeup and clothes. You know, you may not like yourself naked, but you'll dress yourself up in, in all those things to cover up what you feel like your imperfections are. And that's what creates the depression. That's what creates the eating more. And that's what creates those bad habits that we don't really want. And next thing you know, 50 pounds later, we're saying, oh, I got to get myself in shape. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you a question. Okay, so, um, and, and Shade, uh, I'm sorry, Miss um, Shade, you, you could chime in at any point. You know, when you talk about getting, getting those things in order, you know, um, my my thing that I do is really work, church, and home. I don't really have a life at this point, so work, church, and home, work, church, and home. And, you know, and that's a that's a beautiful thing. 
what I'm by myself. <laughs> so, right, so but, I'm trying to get all those things in order because I, you know, when I get up, and that's what I found out. You know, what you're saying is very true because I found out when I when I get up in the morning, um, and I and I, I get prepared for work. I find myself I have to get up an hour early because I have to get my mind ready for everything that I need to do. So even though I have a six-hour turnaround, I'm getting up at uh, an hour earlier than I normally would because I, I have to get my mind together. I have to plan out what I'm going to eat for the day. And then I'm planning out because I'm gone the whole day. So my breakfast, lunch, and dinner is on the road. So I, I make sure that I have at least a 12-hour fasting time. So if I, if I ate my last meal at 6 o'clock, I don't eat my breakfast until after six in the morning so I plan out where I'm at at that time you know so I if I'm if I'm you know still which normally I'm still driving to my destination I have a sandwich that I have already made you know if if it's an egg burrito or something like that or whatever it is that I'm going to eat that morning and I have that but I find myself having to plan out my whole entire day around what I'm doing to get myself prepared and I have to get my mind prepared because when I'm in my truck I'm praying I pray on the way I you know me and God have to have our time and all these other things in order to get myself to that position where when I get there okay this is the time that I'm going to work out as soon as I finish this this and that and then I'm going to get me a little bit of you know rest to get ready to get back on the road and I think that that's a good thing and for me that's that's what you that's what you have to do I've learned that I'm I have a habit I have a I don't know a mo or organized chaos or just chaos um but what I figured out in order for me to be successful I had to plan I have to plan because I have so many things going on with the nine to five and two side businesses and two toddlers plus church plus family all of these things going on what I found like last week I didn't prep I did not prep for my my meal week like I normally do I was just like hey I'm just gonna go with the flow what that resulted in (laughs) was me eating out at work and getting you know off course and just basically it ended up in in a a cycle of me going seeing myself floating back into old habits um, because I failed to plan and now, did you did you lose any weight or did you gain any weight? I didn't lose. I didn't gain. I sustained where I was at, but I could have continued to lose, or I could have continued in the direction. It could have easily resulted into a gain because once you kind of get into that cycle where you get out of your habits, it's easy to stay there. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's important to, and I think that's where self-awareness, when you're on these like health, when you're on a health journey and you're changing your lifetime, I think self-awareness is extremely important. When I start seeing myself kind of sliding back to that mode because eating out is easy, fast food is easy, picking up something on the way when I'm on my way home with the kids, that's easy. But planning out to try to make sure that I have my meals together but and also for the kids it's a little bit harder because it takes time it takes things that I have to actually plan out but when I don't plan then my whole track is off because I'm eating crazy and then I'm you know then I'm tired I'm I've now become aware that when I put things in my body with the high fat foods the fast food the carbs all of those things that are not healthy carbs 
or not healthy food, then I begin to get tired. Then when I'm mm-hmm. tired, I'm like, eh, you know, it's not gonna work out today. Not working out today turns into not working out for the whole week. <laughs> and, right. you know, eating out for the whole week. And so I had to pull back, like, wait a minute. <laughs> I need to get this together. I have to plan out, I have to plan you know, when the kids go to bed, for me, it's when the kids lay down, that's when I take my time and I'm planning out my goals for the week or, you know, what it is that I'm trying to do or my plans for next week or my meals for the next couple of days. I don't always, you know, get to prep for the whole week, but, you know, prepping for the first three days of the week and then when I get to the middle of the week, okay, I have the meals for the next three days of the week. keeps me on track where I'm not just chaotic. Um, and so I think it's, it's extremely important to plan. You know, I think it's true what they say. Um, if you fail to plan, then you need to plan to fail. But the good thing is that you don't have to stay in that failure. Or, you know, it's important for me to remember, because I'm so hard on myself when I have goals, like, okay, not to get into that depression where I'm like, I really messed up this week. You know, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. bank yourself on the hand. You know what? You didn't do that great next week, but we're going to do better next week. And here's the plan. And here's how we're going to get to the goal. Um, right. And so. Well, well, let me ask you. I mean, what you're saying is is um, celebrate the small triumphs and recognize your small failures, but don't stay in them. Correct. Don't, don't, you can't marinate. Because um, I think when you marinate, you kind of get into that depression. And then that's, that's where I think it's easy. Before, when I used to diet, now I say I don't diet. I really just kind of focus on my nutrition, really changed my life. But when I used to diet, especially yo-yo dieting, when you feel like you didn't do right, you just kind of just stay there. It's like, let me get this ice cream and I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, we'll just cream. leave this one alone. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we might as well just you know, YOLO, live our best life. <laughs> <laughs> like it is what it is it is what it is but yeah, I mean yeah. you guys hit a lot of great points um, you know both of you guys when it comes down to the, the, the words we say to the planning and preparation um, to it, it, but it first starts off with the words we say when we tell ourselves the certain things that you know what it, it is what it is right we say that uh, you know what I'm going to reward myself <laughs> So we say those things in, 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 in a sense of to cripple a pain or a habit that we have created. Mm-hmm. You know, and we, and we, and we say those, 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 those crippling words that causes us to do certain things that we know we don't need to be doing in the first place. You mean like eating? Right. You know what <laughs> I mean? If, I, if, I'm, yeah. if I'm on this weight loss journey, you know what I mean? And I'm seeing us talking about, you know what? I can have just a little bit, you know. It's, that's, that's, I only had about, you know, 12 calories already today or 1,200 calories. I go, I, only, I have a little bit more. I'm good. I can reward myself. So it, it starts off with how we correlate ourselves and what we tell ourselves from day to day. Right. The words we say from day to day creates our next move. Right. And our next move is going to be in the plan and the preparation that we put into the blueprint in which that we want to build. So if we incorporate the wrong thing into our blueprint, then therefore we're going to go into the wrong direction. Right. So if I, if I fail to plan, then just like you said, Sade, then I plan to fail. So I want, I, want to, I want to be able to go into the right direction. I want to plan and prepare. That means if I need to get up at 
at at at four a.m. and I know I'm not gonna get up at four a.m. if I go go to bed past ten, then I need to make sure I plan to go to bed by nine thirty. Mm-hmm. So it all starts off with what you do the day before. You know, are you putting your clothes aside to make sure you're preparing for what you're going to put on, your makeup, um, preparing your food for the next day, whatever that may be, for breakfast, for uh, lunch, because you know you're not going to get home until dinner. You're going to need to plan a snack. You need to have your water aside. You know how much time you're going to have from day to day. You already know this the day before you wake up. You know this already. Mm -hmm. So there should be a, a planning process that should take place in order to prepare you for success the next day. Well, let me say this too, because I was thinking about this as you were saying that, you know, um, that's that's fantastic. We also have to recognize too, um, sometimes, you know, the the, the your issue of, of not reaching that, um, whatever it is that you're trying to do for us is the weight um, might be psychological and you don't be afraid to go get, you know, uh, help if you need to go to counseling uh, so you can find out why you're doing this so you can so you can better what you're doing. You know, once you make up your mind where you're going, don't be afraid to say, you know what, I might need to go talk to somebody because that might help you in your goal also or in your in your journey to get healthier and to get a better lifestyle. You can't do that if you have a lot of things weighing on you. Yeah, and I think that's very true. And from a from a health standpoint, For a lot of patients who are seeking bariatric um, surgery, that's actually a requirement for a lot of mm-hmm. subjects, that you have to have um, psychological um, appointments and therapy appointments to address what issues you have that caused you to gain weight in the first place, but also yeah. understanding the psychological changes like my favorite show to watch is my 600 pound life like i love it yeah yeah (laughs) but the thing a lot of things you see is that when the food is removed especially if food is your comfort like for me food was you know kind of like a comfort thing like when i'm when i'm sad i sometimes when i'm happy i want to (laughs) eat i'm like yeah girl let's go celebrate right (laughs) yeah yeah you want to go to the most expensive restaurant and, right. you know, and eat everything on the menu. Oh, it don't have to be expensive. It just has to be full of carbs. <laughs> right. I want comforting things. I want all of that. Right. But, I mean, but for, but I did have to go to a point, and I, and I do, you know, I'm a very transparent person. You know, I do seek therapy. I do go to therapy. But what I realized was that once I started changing my lifestyle, I had to also change what I used to cope with stress. Um, right. And it was hard. It's a hard transition because mm-hmm. what I used to use or what was my drug of choice before, <laughs> I've now changed that and, I, and it, it's gone. So, no, I can't go, you know, get the greasy food. I can't go, you know, fried chicken at you know 10 o'clock at night you know to be able to fill whatever void I have going on now I have to find new ways to be able to cope with stress or right be able to cope with my anxiety like that was a big thing sometimes I have you know anxiety like oh my god I have so many things to do how am I going to get it done and it all fits in and I'm like well 
let me go see what I got to go snack on and then I'll go think about it, you know. But now I have to find new ways to be able to cope with stress um, and to be able to deal with some of the negative self-image. It goes back, I know you mentioned depression, you know, when you're looking at yourself and you're like, hey, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really happy with what I see in my reflection. And so I have to go find, number one, myself, <laughs> and um, what I love about me, and find other ways to be able to cope and deal with stress. So, you know, I started doing yoga, and one of the things my therapist, you know, really suggested, which is also a great suggestion, was posting words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And affirming yourself first thing in the morning, taking that time for me, you know, to breathe <laughs> and to kind of start my day in kind of a level place before I get to the chaos and really kind of reflecting on affirming myself and who I am and putting those positive things, saying those positive things, starting my day off with positive thoughts. And it began to change how I view the rest of the day um, and how I deal with stress. Sometimes when you work in a high stress job, I have to take a minute and be like, you know, especially when you deal with people, when you're in the business of dealing with other people, <laughs> right? day to day, sometimes you have to take a woo moment. Um, because mm-hmm. What do they call them? Um, I'm an empath. What do they call it? You know, people that are really kind of sensitive. <laughs> other people's emotions. <laughs> what, uh, what do you call it? What did you say? An empath? Yes, the empath. Um, uh, I just call it just. I'm a man. I don't know. But I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You have been enlightened. <laughs> You know, I had to really kind of take a look and really kind of do some self-reflection and some self mm-hmm. goal searching, and that is really one thing that kind of helped me with the commitment. And so, it all comes full circle. Um, well, I think I think uh, the fact that that you're not afraid to talk about uh, the the you know the fact that you seem therapist and all that stuff, you know, and that you know people people put stigma behind it. There's nothing you know, nobody's calling you cuckoo for cocoa puffs or anything like that. It's, it's, uh, I think when you're dealing with a lot of stress and um, when you're dealing with a lot of things and you're going to that food for your, um, for your comfort, this could be a time that will really help you because when, you're, when your eyes are open to the reason why you do things, then you're more apt to change them and uh, you're more apt to, to change your, um, your lifestyle and what you're doing and how you're doing it and the fact that you're able to talk about it is great because people need to hear that they need to hear that it's okay to seek therapy it's okay to say you know what maybe I'm I'm doing this because you know um, some people only seek therapy or think that it's you know they should seek therapy if they have um, you know some type of disorder but you know people call eating a, you know when you overeat a disorder but sometimes it could be just the fact that you have uh, an emotional um, trauma or something that you haven't dealt with and and seeking you know um, seeking help is okay 
and and that's and, and at the end of the day, seeking help is direction. If I don't have a direction, if I don't know what I'm where I'm going at, what I'm doing, what's next, again, there may be something going on. Creek. Right. So that's when we seek help. We we seek direction. We seek who am I? <laughs> who am I? I don't know who I am. I've lost myself somewhere along the way and I need to figure how to figure me back out. Help right. me out. And and I think that's 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 pretty okay, you know, and and even if you go to a pastor or go to your church or you have someone that you can talk to, that that's okay too. You know, the thing is that you are 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 talking to someone about what's going on and it's okay. Nobody's gonna, you know, gonna put you down as being, you know, crazy or anything like that because it's it's perfectly fine to say there's an issue you know and then once you meet that issue it's, it's very easy at that point you know I'm, I'm very uh, uh self-aware of myself sometimes and i know right. when i am doing the wrong things but i sometimes just get to the point where i don't care <laughs> 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 i know i shouldn't be eating this ice cream but uh <laughs> I don't care right now. I mean, and that's life. That's life. That's life right there. You know what I mean? That's that's life. That's life in a nutshell, right there. You know. But celebrating those small steps is wonderful. You know, this this week has been a turnaround for me because uh, I didn't I didn't do the snacking in the truck. I didn't bring foods that I know. I would be snacking on, and and I know when I'm the shot eight, she does her thing when she's um, anxious and things. But for me, it's when I'm thinking that I start putting things to my mouth. You know, I want to constantly put things in my mouth. You know, and uh, when I when my mind is on whatever is going on, I want to eat. You know, not really eat. I just want to chew. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I just want to chew. I don't necessarily have to eat. So I just replace those things with gum. You know, so I know that sounds weird, but instead of instead of eating the food that I know is going to go into my body and make me fat, I just chew on gum for the moment. You know, <laughs> and that gum helps me to keep my mouth moving, keep my keep my brain moving, and thinking I'm getting something, but I really didn't get anything. And right. I switched all those sugary snacks to Jello. I just get the little things, the the, the little lunch, you know, things of Jello. Uh, with the fruit in it, or just plain, you know, the sugar-free Jello, and mm-hmm. I, I'll eat some Jello, and I'm just as happy as I was when I was eating some potato chips, you know. So it's it's just been small changes that have made a pretty big impact, and you know, um, like I said in the first episode we had, I'm, my goal is to lose 97 pounds or they're close to it. I'm not going to beat myself in the head if I don't reach 97, but if I reach 87, I'll be just as happy. But it's all about the lifestyle change and changing the direction of what I'm doing. You know, three years ago, I was working out in the gym every day. My job, I had to do a lot of walking and I just needed something physical to keep the stress down. So I worked out every day. But through life's changes and going through, you know, divorces and all these other things and having to move from Texas to North Carolina, my whole lifestyle changed. You know, so I went from being totally physical to being totally not, you know, with the job that I had. And it was a huge change, you know, mentally going through all those things mentally and and having, you know, the change of life mentally and, and, you know, having to start over all those things. That mental stress was huge for me. So what I did to deal with was eat. 
you know, and I ate all my, my mom loved to cook and I love to eat. My brother loves to cook and I love to eat. So they, they played right into my needs, you know, so, uh, I was always constantly getting food from different directions. Now I'm learning how to turn that off. I don't, I don't know. You know, I come home and, and, and my brother has ice cream or my son has ice cream and cake and they bring in donuts. Nope. I don't want it. Y'all can do that. I'm going to bed, (laughs) you know, and learning how to shut that down has really been powerful for me because it's just those small steps and keeping those people that are enablers around you informed that you don't want to be a part of whatever they're doing or whatever they're cooking or whatever they have going on because you have a a direction that you're going in and their direction isn't the same right now. Oh, it's hard. It's it's not, it's not easy at all because it's like, when I'm on when I'm on prep, you know, it's a certain amount of food I have to eat at a certain time and a certain amount of water. So when you go on to different uh, like barbecues and going to different people's houses and everybody else is eating all this food and you know you on prep and that's oh, the only food you can ribs. eat is the food that you prepped already and you sitting here like Man. And the chicken, the ribs, the chicken and you all know, the stuff they throwing on the grill. <laughs> And then you start calculating calories, how far about am I, you know, all this stuff. It's all about the discipline. The discipline factor right. that, go, that, that comes to play and the planning and, and, and commitment that you made from day one. Right. You know what I mean? Committing to it and beginning to plan and prepare for it and executing on the plan that you that you drew out for yourself. And that's where the success comes in at. You well, know, with you, that... And, and it's going to be painful. Right. <laughs> Yo, it's not, not there's, I think you guys left out that part, right? Yeah. But let me yeah. tell you something. It, it is the most painful thing you can never embark upon. I'm going to be honest with you. But it, it, it's it's just like Sade said earlier, she has she had organized chaos. Sometimes that's kind of like how, what it is. It's it, The pain process is the organized chaos because you plan and you prepared and you already know that you will be in pain. Right, you know what I mean. So it's it, it it's it's part of the process, but enjoying the, the 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 process and knowing that you know what I've reached my first goal, that's the exciting part of it, and right. knowing the amount of sweat, blood, tears, whatever it is that you put into it, the sleepless nights, the early mornings, you know, the sore legs, the sore arms, you know, those those moments that you sacrifice and you knew that in the past you wouldn't have been, been able to sacrifice it as much as you've been able to sacrifice it right now is an accomplishment to being able to put yourself in, in, and put a plan in place and execute on that plan is an accomplishment right and you have to excite the small be, be excited about the small steps you know it, it just reminds me of the beginning you know that in the beginning, yeah, he created the heaven and earth and everything began to create. And in every step, he was excited about it. He said it was good. And that's how we have to be excited about every part of the process and be able to say it was good. Mm. Every part of the process and just be just be excited about every part of it. If I lost a half a pound, if I lost a half of an inch, if, 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 if something changed in my clothes, if something changed in my mood, that was something that that was that was that was a process. It, it, it it's all part of the process, and I have to be excited about every part of it. Because sometimes we we focus too much on if I get on the scale and I don't see the numbers change, you know I'm disappointed. But you have to ask yourself: When I got up this morning, I felt good about what I saw in the mirror. 
and that's where we have to start at and be excited about the little things you know I, I, I feel good because I made a decision to commit to a new process that should be an excitement within itself absolutely absolutely well listen uh, okay so we're we're running on 40 minutes right now so I, I would say I want to put this out here while we're um, we're uh, talking about these things because we want to make sure that you guys get all the information you can uh, about what you can do if you have any questions make sure you reach out on on this podcast uh, if there's some suggestions that you want to give us just reach out on this podcast and let us know um, so we have Miss Sade. She is on a goal to lose in uh, how much, Sade? A hundred and what? Uh, a hundred pounds. A hundred pounds. She's on her way to losing a hundred, and I need to lose uh, ninety-seven, which I've already kicked off ten this last past week. Awesome! <laughs> awesome! Good job. Yeah, so Eighty-seven more to go, right? <laughs> so, but I'm really trying to get into my clothes. So if I get into my clothes, I'm happy to, right? And when um, we also have uh, one more rep, uh, and give us your uh, contact information. Uh, you, can, you can look me up on at one more rep seventeen on Instagram or Facebook. All right, so one more rep uh, seventeen, you said. Yep, one more rep seventeen. The number one more rep seventeen. All right. Um, on Instagram so we want to make sure that you guys um, stay well informed we do enjoy you and I'm, I am I can't do the thing that Shade uh, does uh, with Cardi B she's got it going on she do her thing um, <laughs> ow, right so um, we just want to make sure we, <laughs> we keep everyone informed uh, we are going to be doing this once a week, so we want to make sure that uh, whatever subjects you guys want to talk on, we do want to discuss them. But we're also going to keep you on our journey uh, of our uh, lifestyle change. Uh, we want you to be a part of it. And this, this is of our positives and of our things that we might have struggled with for the week. We're not going to say failures. They were just a small setback learning lesson. And then we're right back on the horse and riding it again. There you go. So we thank you for uh, tuning in. We appreciate you being a part of One More Rep. And as always, uh, I'm sorry, a part of <laughs> a Slice of Fat Back. Uh, uh, and as always, we just want to say thank you for coming and thank you for One More Rep for coming uh, coming in. And we're going to have thank him you. as often as possible because we think that uh, there has to be a balance. He, has, he needs to gain weight. He needs to lose weight. We're going to give him all that we have. <laughs> Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful uh, Sunday and we'll see you soon. Yep. Lord, we thank you for your love and mercy and giving us one more opportunity to present another episode, Adjusting the Mindset. Lord, we thank you for all those that listen, and we ask that you increase our territory. Lord, you are the God of all gods, the El Elyon, and we thank you so much for being who you are. Your word says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. So, Lord, we ask that you direct our paths right now as we continue to do the work. And we thank you, and we appreciate you. You are our God, and there is no one like you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen.